Today's daf is Lamed in Torah Ur, and we're beginning at the end of Chavtes Amudalid, or the second side of Chavtes. So now, now that we've explained the meaning of the different parts of the Avodah and the base of Migdash, we can explain the, the uh, idea of Hanukkah and the connection to the candles. And also the word Hanukkah, which the word Hanukkah means dedication. And just as with Hanukkah, we rededicated the base of Migdash, we had, it, it is reminiscent of the original rededication of, uh, of, the, um, of the Mizbech and the Mishkan. The idea of all of them is that when you start off something new, you've got to give it a bit extra in order to get it going in the right way. Similar to when a child starts off on their first day, you give them presents and make an exciting atmosphere so that they uh, get into it and, and they want to continue in this way. Now, the Pasuk says, Nara Yisi, and, and to heal him, and some people say to the end of benching that Nara Yisi, that I was uh, uh, young and become a country, then I got old. So Nara Yisi based on uh, Kabbalah, refers to the uh, energy, the spiritual life force that Hashem gives to the, to the worlds, and it's only at a, in a state of nar, of youthfulness, meaning that it's small. Yosef is also called nar, like it says, he was youthful with the sons of Bilhan Zilpah, the sons of the maidservants, he was friendly with them, but also we see this idea of being youthful and small. Similarly, we find Rachel called the small one. Leah was the older sister, and then Rachel was the younger one. Shame Haktana Rachel. And this word Haktana, it's got a hey and then katana because it's made up of these two parts, hey, which refers to Malchus, and katana, small. That actually because the energy in this world is in a state of malchus. It comes from malchus, which malchus is about uh, limiting the godly energy in order to give space for other. So that's why the energy is uh, small. It's limited. Yaakov is the same same thing. It says about Yaakov that kikotanhu, he is small as well. Why? Because Yaakov is about bringing the yud, bring the great intense spiritual energy all the way down into Akev, into the heel. So that also is limited, his coming from here to there. And that limit and that sense of being defined is also, is also small because it's uh, not like Hashem himself who's unlimited. So in order to bring Hashem's unlimited energy, into uh, into uh, our Aveda, into our efforts to serve Hashem and to connect Hashem, it couldn't happen just through the daily Aveda. There has to be an initial big bang start off. And that is the idea of the original Chanukas, Hamizbech and Chanukas HaMishkan, the dedication of the Mishkan, where the Nesim, the leaders of each of the 12 tribes, brought ek- extra carbonus more than the usual and the nasim themselves were above the spiritual stature of the regular jewish people as well as their carbon their sacrifice their gift was more than the usual and this allowed the aveda the service of hashem and connecting to hashem to begin in a more powerful way to let it afterwards continue Similarly, in the times of the Hashemunayim, when they fought against the Greeks, so that was also a time of a new beginning. The Greeks, the Greeks didn't really want to stop the Jewish people from being Jewish entirely. 
they didn't want to kill them out either. They wanted to make them forget that uh, like we say in Valanisim, to that they should forget your Torah and to remove them from the mitzvahs. They wanted the Jewish people to write, like it says in Medrash Rabbah, that you should write on the horn of your oxen that you have no part in the God of Israel. What does this mean spiritually? The ox represents the more passionate animal urge within us that uh, is much more powerful and passionate than our sort of more human, rational, calm side. But they wanted us to remember that the that the animal is only for animalistic purposes. Don't use that passion for uh, holy purposes. Don't connect the ox with its spiritual source in the Merkava and the holy chariot and in spiritual worlds. And that's why they said let's focus on the horn. The horn represents the external, the dead part, which is uh, the animal as it is only in its physical self. Whereas if you elevate the animal, use out that passion for the holy, then actually it says that the animals on the four sides of the Merkava lift up, they lift up the chariot and lift up the uh, Adam, the, the image of the person on top uh, who, who, although seemingly Adam is higher, it's the intellect beyond the passion of emotions, but on the other hand, the emotions elevate the, pers- the person, meaning like the Nefshalikis as well. Now, the Greeks didn't want that. They wanted them to say we have no part in Adam Elion, in the supernal uh, man, meaning uh, in, which is a high level of godliness. And that's why they said, right, you have no portion, you have no connection to Hashem. Although the Jewish people were very small, they fought and had Messiris Nefesh. They had self-sacrifice and willingly uh, laid their lives on the side, risked their lives for Hashem. And this allowed them to receive a new dimension in Torah. And in order to do this, there had to be Hanukkah, that to be a rededication where you give more, and that allowed the uh, new light of Torah to come through. Like we see this practically, doesn't say this in the Maimah, but the, the idea of uh, the Mishnah and the, then the Gemara, the whole oral Torah, it all, there was this flowering of oral Torah with the Tanoim after Hanukkah's story. And this relates back to the Pasuk we quoted earlier. Uh, we spoke about Kova, you know, Yeshua, the um, uh, hat of salvation, which we said Yeshua also means to turn, that we want Hashem to turn towards us and to be involved with us in an in, inner manner, our inner heart to Hashem's inner self, uh, like, a, like a Hadras Ponim. Now, next paragraph, Zell. This is the idea of Halal and Eidah. On Hanukkah, there's a mitzvah to praise Hashem and to thank Hashem. There's a difference. Halal has two meanings. Either it means to praise, like we said, or it means uh, to shine. There's a possible Behilonere that the, his uh, lamp shines, which represents revelation. And they're actually connected. Because notice, when you praise someone for a certain quality, that reveals, that makes that quality shine. And that, that, that's both the, the idea of Halal when we praise Hashem, like, for example, the beginning of Halal starts off with Hallelujah, we reveal the Kog, this uh, godly energy of Yud K, it comes out in a revealed state. That Yud is Chachma. Chachma is uh, the sort of human, rational element of ourselves. 
and uh, it, it is the, uh, the where we receive from our subconscious. So similarly with Hashem, it's what receives from our inside from Hashem's unlimited light. And uh, we, uh, through revealing Halalukah, revealing the UK, so we link together Chachman and Bina, where Bina is the more developed intellect with all the details and already starting to descend down into the heart. Then the same pasuk at the beginning of, beginning of Halal continues, and it says, Halal, at the end of the pasuk, Halal Hashem Hashem, to praise the name of Hashem. And what that means is, to bring down Chachma, not only to Bina, but also into the emotions, that the emotions should all be directed and dedicated towards Hashem. Like we said earlier about Lachashem Agdullah, that the Gedullah, which is Chesed and Gevura and Tiferes Netzachai, should all be Lachash, should all be directed towards Hashem. But this only happens through what the Pasuk says first, Halo Avde Hashem that the servants of Hashem can praise Hashem. What does that mean? That through that bittle, that uh, self-nullification, which is uh, represented by servants, that we have for Kabbalah, so on, accept Hashem as a king, accept Hashem's yoke. So that's the first step. And then we can have uh, the praise revealing Hashem, that uh, that it, Hashem's uh, uh, light is revealed through the hundred brachas. It's a, there's a takana to say a hundred brachas each day. The idea of a bracha is to bring down, which is, again, about similar to halal, which is revealing uh, Hashem. And that's what the next pasuk in halal means. That Hashem's name should be blessed forever and ever. That being blessed also means to bring down. Like we know that uh, like mevarach means to like bend over a branch, to bring it down. And uh, it, should, it should be uh, blessed. From the beginning of time. To the to the end of time, to eternity, which that's all within the the uh, concept within the within the uh, idea of time, which is connected to Malchus, that there should be revelation of Hashem within the place of limitations and physicality. The idea of revelation is all the Hallel. We said Hallel means both to praise and to reveal, but then there's the Haidah, the Haidah, the thanksgiving and the humility. Uh, that is where we're just following instructions, perhaps without without the full excitement. Now, nowadays, Hashem's uh, unlimited light is not uh, not uh, revealed within uh, within our world uh, in a manifest. It's not manifest as, in an apparent way. But when Mashiach comes, so then it says Ayin Ba'ayin that we'll see Hashem eye to eye. Whereas now we sort of discern it, but it's behind a barrier. Like the Pasuk says, that the the sound of my beloved is knocking. I hear the sound of it, but it's it's not quite clear. Or like the Pasuk says, that I'm asleep, but my heart is awake. So it's there, but it's it's a little bit fuzzy. And once the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Hashem's uh, presence is only manifest in Halacha. Like it says that uh, that Hashem only has Dalad Amashalacha. And uh, so this is the state of Haidah, where we're, uh, we thank Hashem and we're humble before Hashem, but Hashem's light is not revealed fully, but we still plot along and do what Hashem wants. 
And when we do that, then Hashem can be, we're not a contradiction, we're not uh, focusing on our own ego that lets Hashem shine through us. And then when we say words of Torah, then Hashem is speaking through us. Like it says, my words, Hashem says, that I put into your mouth. Or like it says, that the Kabbalists and Svas were told that the Mishnah is speaking through uh, your mouth. And this is through bittel that can sometimes uh, achieve something that uh, even when it's not a time of Gilead, but you end up with Elikos being able to be manifest. Uh, so in short, uh, this uh, Maimur of Hanukkah spoke about the uh, four, avod, four, four of the uh, parts of the daily avoda in the Basin Mikdash. Then it spoke about how you have the Hanukkah, the dedication, which then you have to give something beyond, give something more. And uh, the the uh, the uh, goal, all these avodas are about uh, being, be realizing and really taking in that Hashem is one, loving Hashem, uh, being passionate for Hashem, and uh, and th- and therefore Hanukkah, because it's a time of rededication and w- w- with giving more in order to connect in, in a deeper way, we have also Halal and Haidah. Uh, Halal being revelation of godliness and Haidah is that uh, obedience and submission, bittle that lets Hashem shine through us even in what would otherwise be a dark time. And that's also the idea of the Menorah. The Menorah is about uh, lighting up each of our seven minutes that should be aligned with Hashem. Next moment. The Pasuk says, and this comes from Zachariah, and it's in the Haftar of Hanukkah, that, and then it continues, So uh, the full Pasuk is where Hashem says that if you walk in my ways and if you keep my charge, then you too shall judge my house and you too shall guard my courtyards and I'll give you free access among those who stand by. But in Hasidus, it, it often explains that there's two concepts, there's two levels, there's Mahalchim and Oimdim. There's those who are on the move and those who stand still. The Oimdim can be both angels, like it says that the angels stand uh, before Hashem, Srafim Oimdim. The Srafim, the type of angel, is standing before Hashem. And also the Neshamas, before they come into this world, like it says, Hashem Hashem Lufanav, that uh the 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 uh, neshamas stand fun of that before I came into this world I stood before Hashem but still standing not moving whereas once we come into this world and we're involved in a physical body and in an animal soul so then we're we're able to take on this new characteristic of being movers on the move going the reason is because angels as as well as uh, souls, they get their energy only from the osias, from the words. Yes, they're very high, but they're they're from the external of of a very high spiritual level. Whenever you have an idea or whenever you say something, there's the concept behind what you're saying or thinking, and then there is the uh, words which are used to say it. So the words are the external and the vessel which holds the idea and the feeling. And therefore, the angels, which come from the Hashem's speech, and the Jewish people that come from Hashem's thoughts, like it says about the angels of the Ruch Piv Kotzvam, that with the air of Hashem's mouth, that's where all the heavenly hosts are from, whereas the Jewish people, as the Yisrael, they come from Hashem's thoughts. 
either way, but there's still the words and letters, and therefore they're external. Like we quoted uh, early in, in Torah Vayeshev from uh, Sefi Yetzirah, that when you have two stones, you can build two uh, two combinations of words. Like, for example, Aleph base or base Aleph. There's only two possibilities, whereas once you introduce a third one, then you have six possibilities. But either way, the, uh, the letters are all... Uh, compared to uh, stones, which are inanimate, and therefore they stand still. I, it says that that the uh, angels fly, so we see that they are moving, but that is not through their own efforts. That is through the Jewish people uh, are, are working themselves and, and arousing that uh, uh, godly response, and that allows the angels to move. When the Jewish people say Kaddish, then the angels respond Kaddish as well, declaring Hashem's holiness, and that's when they fly. So let's now look into more this process that the Jewish people say Kaddish, and this elicits a response from Hashem. So we know that there are two basic uh, levels of how Hashem relates to this world. There's Mamali Kalmim, Hashem gives us a limited energy according to the state of each world and what that world can take. And then there's Sova Kalmim, which is the uh, light which is beyond, and that can be this that same light and energy can be given to all worlds equally. Now, the Mamale energy is uh, conducted through Malchus. Malchus is where we uh, look at each uh, at the other and its needs, like we say in Ashley, that the the uh, honor of uh, the uh, beauty of of his kingship, and then you have many different uh, at the level Malchus. You have many different uh, uh, distinct uh, energies and different angels, and this uh, multiplicity and beauty, all different colors and style, styles. That's the Hadar. That's the beauty but it's only a limited energy. And uh, when we say Kaddish, 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 then we're trying to elicit something beyond. Kaddish means holy. What is holiness? Holiness is, is something which is beyond us, separated from us, above. And that is trying to elicit the save of energy, the energy which surrounds the worlds but can't fill the worlds in each, according to its level. And uh, what we want is that it shouldn't stay sober, but that the energy from beyond should become personalized. In other words, it should stay beyond energy, but we're able to take it in in a personalized way. And that's what we mean when we say in the Pasuk Kaddish, and, and we say it in Davening, Kaddish, 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 I didn't know it's very that we want it to fill, this beyond sober energy should fill the world. Now, covered is the same uh, numerical value as 32, which uh, Chachma has uh, 32 parts. There's the, there's the Lamed based in the Sivis Chachma, the 32 path, pathways of, of uh, Chachma. And Chachma is where uh, Hashem's unlimited light is able to be contained within a sphere. It's like the mirror with us is where the subconscious reveals itself into the conscious mind. And and uh, it's referred to in the first bracha before Krishna, where we say, 
quoting from the Pasuk in Tehillim, that, that uh, how many are your works, Hashem, Kulam, Chachmas, so they're all made through Chachmas. We've got multiplicity, which happens through Mamale, and then we say, Mala, it's Kinyanecha. The earth is full of your acquisitions, which uh, elsewhere it, we use the word Kane uh, uh, to acquire regarding Chachma and Bina. Now, what we're aiming for is the a energy from Hashem, which is beyond the regular energy, which is embedded within the world and embedded in nature of the of the worlds, not just our world, but all the worlds. We want something beyond the save of energy. And when we are able to achieve that, so then we have a yichud a unification of Hashem as he is beyond worlds with the shchina, Hashem as he is involved and enclosed in each world according to each level. And we have them both come together. Next paragraph, Now we know this was also discussed in two previous Maimarma Vayeshev that the Neshama didn't come down to this world for itself because it's already perfect. Why then did it come down into this world in order to refine the Nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul, and to subdue it and transform it into holiness that all it should want is Hashem. And how does the Nefesh Bahamas achieve this? Through the guidance of the Nefesh Kiss, the, the godly soul, which uh, thinks and reflects about Hashem Echad, how Hashem is the only real thing, and uh, understands about it. Like the word Shema, to Shema Yisrael, listen, O Israel, also means to understand, to reflect and understand about how Hashem is one. And Echad includes three letters, Aleph, which is one, Ches is eight, and Dalit is four. So Hashem is one in all seven heavens and, and earth and in all four directions. That all uh, existence is nullified before Hashem, the Aleph, the one, and uh, Hashem remains, uh, essentially Hashem is, remains unchanged uh, from before creation. And the entire world is just like a, a, a person saying just one thing. So the entire world is just like from a statement of Hashem. It's it's uh, like nothing effectively before Hashem. That's at the level of Shema. But then we have the level where we're within this world and we sense, like we discussed earlier, the Shvatim were within this world, sense the, the uh, world as something real. And then we have the second Pasuk of Shema Bar Shem, where uh, we, acknowledge, we acknowledge the world, but say, yes, even this world that we feel and sense and live in, that too is part of Hashem. And that's the Yichud Tata, the lower union. And uh, that is uh, the, how we acknowledge Hashem, even after the influence of Malchus, which allows for other, and we say, even there, there's only Hashem. And through having both the reflection of the Nefesh is the godly soul that sees only Hashem, and the reflection of the Nefesh Bahamis that says, despite seeing multiplicity, ultimately it's all Hashem. So that's how we get to Vahafta, to love Hashem, Bechalavavcha, with our whole heart, meaning both with our godly soul and our animal soul. But in order to get here, we have to first say the brachas before Krishna in order to bring us to this state of uh, understanding and, and feeling. And therefore, we talk about the Malachim and how they praise Hashem and sanctify Hashem. And they do so with a lot of noise and a lot of passion. Because in order to achieve, in order to come to a love of Hashem, that the Yetzirah should also 
be turned over to Hashem. It's through a great battle. Like it says in the, the prediction, the prophecy about Yaakov and Esau when they were still in Rivka's womb, that the one will overpower the other. They'll be fighting. And like what happened later, that Yaakov fought with the angel of Esau, that they were wrestling. Um, until the, the dawn of morning, meaning that until the morning of Mashiach, where there'll be revelation of godliness throughout the entire time of exile, there's this state of war. But the Rav, the older brother, of the more powerful one, who actually spiritually also has this, uh, in a way, more powerful light of Tehu, the sparks of Tehu that then fell into this world, will serve the younger one which is Yaakov, and Yaakov is Tikkun, where things are rectified. It's, it might have less passion, but it's more appropriately directed. And the purpose of this uh, falling of Toyo, of these sparks of Toyo, is in order then to bring them over, to bring the Nef Shabamis over, that it should return and it should, the, the bad should be subdued and then transformed. And uh, Therefore, and, and in order to do this, we have to remind the Nefshi Bahamis about its source, that its source is actually from a high spiritual level. It's from the uh, the Merkava, the chariot, which has different animals on the four sides, and that, that represents the passion of the Nefshi Bahamis and of Toyo. And that's why we talk about the angels in the brach, in the first bracha before Shema. And from that, we can then come to Shema and love Hashem truly with both of our, both parts of our heart, both our Yetzatov and our Yetzahara. And we bring this down through Shema, through reflecting on the fact that there's only Hashem and we're willing to totally give ourselves over and give, give ourselves up for Hashem, that, uh, that uh, Hashem's, uh, to Hashem's uh, infinite light. And we, we just uh, want to just jump out of any containment just and be subsumed within Hashem. Next paragraph at the top of the second side of Lamed. Now it says, while there was Kriyas Yams of the splitting of the sea, it says, that the uh, horse and the, its rider was thrown into the sea. Now a horse by itself cannot achieve very much good for people. But when you have a rider on it, which directs the horse, then the horse can run faster than a person, and now the rider is directing it in the right way. So similarly, the Nefesh Bahamis actually has more energy and more passion than the godly soul, when the Nefesh Alekis is riding it, so this elevates the Nefesh Bahamis uh, to a state of Messiris Nefesh being totally given over, and that's because it actually has that energy from Tehu, and uh, uh, that's that's what we mean when we said, we, as we quoted the passage before, Varav that the greater one, Asav, who's in a way greater, will serve the smaller one to the extent that after Shema, we, we move on to the Amidah, to Shemayin Esrei, where we're in a state of total uh, bittel, at least that's the goal, to be in a state of total bittel before Hashem, to the extent that the, the, the uh, Malachim, they say Kaddish, when we say Kaddish. And uh, so we uh, bring down uh, this through Shemayin Esrei, uh, we bring down this uh, this Ur'ain uh, Sof to the extent that Malachim follow our lead. And that's the idea of Esrusa Lusata, that the arousal from above, from below, in other words, our own efforts, then elicits this arousal from above. 
to uh, that we should uh, be uh, bottled for Hashem and then Hashem's light coming down to us. Now, next paragraph, Kach. Similarly, with bringing Hashem's light down to us, and that's through Torah, Torah is made up of 613 biblical mitzvahs and seven rabbinic mitzvahs, altogether 620. 620 is the same numerical value as keser, meaning a, a crown, and a crown is what is beyond the head. It surrounds the head, so this is a makif energy, a save of energy beyond uh, what uh, the world can take in. And uh, that's where uh, that's where uh, the uh, Jewish people reach when they bring down Hashem, Hashem's unlimited light. And that's why after the Pasuk Vahafta, which talks about our feeling towards Hashem, the next Pasuk Vahayadvarim speaks about Hashem coming down to us. We say Vahayadvarim Eila Shanechim Mitzav Chayyim that uh, the, these words, Hashem's words that Hashem is commanding us today, meaning that it's coming, Hashem, it says, Hashem says in the first person that I command you today, meaning it's coming from uh, Hashem's essence, from beyond Hishashalus, beyond the uh, chain of, of evolution of worlds, uh, without concealment. And then the Malachim, they receive a ray from our Torah, like the Pasuk says in Sher Hashem, Yeshev is beganim, that the, Angels in um, in uh, in uh, the gardens of Ganadin, and what they wait to listen to our voice. They listen to our Torah. That in this world, uh, then that, that the ray of that comes to the Malachim, and uh, and therefore the Malachim come and they celebrate our Torah. So the the uh, flow of uh, spiritual energy that the angels receive from the Jewish people is both from below up when we are rising and trying to elevate and connect with love to Hashem and from above below the Torah that comes back down to us, us straight from Hashem. And that's why we have two types of movement. It says Mahalchim in plural, because we have movement both from below to above, uh, as we ascend with love and bittle towards Hashem. And then Hashem coming down to us through Torah, which is Hashem's wisdom and, and light coming down to us. And then that uh, comes between the people who normally would stand still, which is the angels. And between also means to the inside of the angels. That they should have, they should gain this uh, idea of movement, both going upward and bringing downward. Next paragraph. Now, the pasuk, this same pasuk uh, from Zechariah and the Haftar of Hanukkah says, "In bedrachai selech," that if uh, if uh, Hashem says, "If you walk in my ways," concept is that the energy and the ability that the Jewish people have to elevate Hashem and to bring down light from Hashem is because Yaakov goes from the very highest level to the lowest level. And through the Torah Mitzvahs, which is the 620 uh, pathways of, uh, of uh, Keser, of, uh, the light, of the light beyond, so that connects the uh, above, the beyonds, together with us down here. And that's what it means if you go in my pathways. The path is what connects uh, 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 two cities. You, you might have a highway connecting the two cities. So similarly here we have this path that connects us within worlds and even within this physical world with ha- the Hashem as he is beyond worlds, beyond the Malay. And the path allows the 
the flow from one to the other. And this uh, flow happens through chesed, through kindness, and through emes, through truth. Through truth, like the Pasuk says, call Hashem Chesabemis, that uh, Hashem's pathways are of kindness and truth. And uh, we 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 uh, go both go up to Hashem, uh, and then afterwards Hashem comes down to us. And that's why it says someone who says I only have terror, he doesn't even have terror because terror is the like the emes, the truth, the which is coming down from Hashem, whereas chesed is our efforts. Going up, to, going up to Hashem, our mitzvahs in the physical world. And so you need both. You need first the chesed, then you get to the emes. First our endeavor, and then the light from Hashem. Now the Pasuk in Zechariah continues and says, you two shall judge my house. This idea of judgment represents kavura uh, and uh, reproving and uh, keeping the Nefeshah Bahamas in shape and uh, and uh, knocking it when necessary, getting getting angry at it. And this is the concept. It talks about the sweat of the chayes, which is a type of angels. The idea of sweat, one of the causes of sweat is if someone's uh, afraid, if someone's anxious. And th- this uh, then makes a heat and sweat uh, that the normally water is cool and cold, but here the sweat is uh, from heat. And then the heat pulls the water out of the body, and that's the idea of sweat. And uh, similarly, we have the Nahar Dinar, which is the uh, river, a river is water, but a river of fire that comes from the sweat of the angels between between the different worlds, Briatir and Nasia. And this uh, river of fire, this Nahar Dinar, uh, it it uh, uh, makes the wicked uh, tremble and this idea of uh, sweat, um, the reverence before Hashem, and, uh, and, and which normally water is uh, calm, and this is uh, like uh, uh, anger and, uh, anger and uh, towards something which is the opposite of, of our love, disturbs our love and our bonds. So that's the idea of, of Gavura, of Todd in that, the base, the house is uh, the the the, uh, the uh, Hashem's palace and Hashem's base mikdash and actually kiss, like it says that we're not we don't just build one base mikdash, but there's a base mikdash inside each of our hearts that it says vasali mikdash v'shachanti b'seicham. You should make a mikdash and dwell in them, meaning that inside each one of us there's a base mikdash and actually kiss, and. Then so so we've got to we've got to use some gavura there in order to keep the nefshibahamis in shape and 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 sort of knocking the nefshibahamis and creating that sense of yearning and uh, reverence that brings us to mahalchim to movement and then the next pasuk says listen Yeshua Kaingadel Yeshua was the Kaingadel at the beginning of the second base of Migdash. And uh, the idea of a kain gadol, kain is from chesed, but even though your natural state is chesed, is uh, kindness and love, but still use kavura. And then uh, you're then uh, not only uh, in, in my house, but also chatseri in my courtyard, the house represents an area that has a roof, meaning that it's totally protected, whereas a courtyard only has walls and not a roof, meaning it's not fully protected. 
and uh, therefore it needs more therefore because it doesn't have a roof it needs more uh what careful watching and more careful protection uh, mean, meaning it's a place where of uh, the nefesh bahamis of animal soul so when we use a bit of gvura and especially unlike the posse continues not only my house but chatseri in particular on my courtyard where there's space for the nefesh bahamis to f- fly out because uh, into other foreign ideas so then we get this state of movement moving up and moving down but this is only fully achieved with mashiach right like the posuk there there talks enough to about can maybe it's abdi tzemach i'm going to bring my uh, servant tzemach the uh, shoot the sprouting of mashiach because now we have nowadays we have uh Ratsu and sure we have the state of Ratsu where we're jumping up to Hashem and yearning and passion, but then sure where we're just following instructions and that seems to be uh calm and cold and dead. But when Mashiach comes, then Sovev will be revealed, darkness and light will be the same. And then there'll be movement, not only when you're jumping up with passion, but also we'll see the movements, the impact and godliness in the shuv, in the following in the instructions and just doing. But in order to get there, we have to use some gavura. And that's why the miracles of Hanukkah and Purim began with a war. It was first a war and then there could be the, the uh, miracle and the day of rest because uh, the war is this idea of Gvura. So either way, what we are out to achieve and the, is uh, Mahalchim to be moving and that means that we're yearning and wanting to connect us and want to live in a higher way, something that's really important. And when we do that, then Hashem's light comes over us and then we can give give some of that even to uh, those that the, the malachim and, and the neshamas uh, before that are not yet in this world, which uh, normally are owned him. And we do this all through uh, gvura on the Nefesh uh directing it and making sure that it stays within where it should be and has this sense of yearning for something that is truly important. And that concludes the uh, today's uh, Mimer and Daf. Thank you.